Today's episode is brought to you by Blowout Diapers. Give these poorly made diapers to your friends and let hilarity ensue. Blowout Diapers, order now. One, two, three, four, it's the Chunk and Dana Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Dana Show. It's the Chunk and Dana Show. It's all that you It's the Chunk and Dana Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Dana Show. It's the Chunk and Dana Show. It's all that you Now featuring Aaron from Netflix and Grill. Hello and welcome to the 97th episode of Afternoon Yap. On today's episode, we're going to discuss High Score on Netflix, Battletoads 2020, and Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. We'll then close the episode with a review for the new game, Tony Ox Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm Chunk the Punk, and with me today are my co-hosts, Aaron. Hey, hey. And it's my best pal in the whole world. It's Dinger Dog. What's up, folks? Is this real? Is this real or is this a wow. test? So this is the first time the gang's been together since 1 March. But this is not the test. This is the real. This is the real. What are you talking okay. about? Okay, I'm just making sure yeah. we're ready. I, sometimes we get a practice. Aaron, how the hell have you been? <laughs> I've been doing all right, man. I think I'm probably in the same boat you are, you know. Uh, there's a, a new boss in the house, so. Your kiddo? Yeah, same with yours, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dinger, yeah. Dinger Dog said that being a, a dad was going to be real, real easy. Oh, it's totally easy. You just, you just <laughs> let... Let it all slide by. So yeah. we, I love it too because Dinger Dog knows exactly how this house operates. And he came over a day or two ago with his daughter, his 11 year old girl, and he's got a key to this house. Mm-hmm. And he knocks on the door. I didn't knock on the door. You made so much racket. I didn't knock on the door. The dog's barking. I'm waving at him. Get inside the house. Get I didn't inside knock the house. The door. No, 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 fake news. He sits out there, lets the dog bark as the baby's upstairs trying to sleep. And I didn't see his kid with him. I opened up the door and I was like, are you kidding me right now? You could mess up a wet dream. I'm a high sweet. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, and then I know so that I, and to then I had to backpedal because I was like, "Oh God, his kid's yeah. right in front of him." Right. Well, one, I do know how this house. No, operates. no, I'm not giving you the owner. No, I'm no, no, chunk the owner. No, but I want to <laughs> yeah. clarify. Like, I mean, get your shit together, man. The kid was sleeping. I know, and this is you why you don't I, care, though. You just need something for your projector in and out. And you grabbed beers on the way out. He goes, "I'm going to help myself to these beers that are in here that are mine." Thank Delicious you so beer. much. <laughs> no, hold on. Do you got hold any double A batteries? Hold on. Hold on. Sauce. This is all. This is I what happens. I love it. We started off. It's been six months. How the hell are you, Aaron? That's fine. Dinger dog. <laughs> you piece of garbage. <laughs> I was told. I was told to not. Co- I was coming into the garage, and then I was warned by your wife to not come into the garage without mm-hmm. knocking because it could be she figured feed out, time. man. You got so this. I respected the boss. Like I just got chewed out by the assistant manager who has no power. Is what it, happened. In gender that. doesn't matter. Right. You said the boss. Like the boss of the house. Oh, yeah, okay. I see. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I, right? she, she gave me the real rule. <laughs> right. And then the assistant manager came oh. and jumped my bones for some actual rule that doesn't go. matter. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And then he just sits out there. Dogs barking. What do I do? What do I do? What oh, do I do? Do I kick it? <laughs> then he lights up a cigarette. Speaking of lighting up a cigarette, Ooh, so we haven't delicious. had a podcast in a long time. <laughs> Actually, the last one that me and Dinger had was two months ago. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Dinger... You're, are you doing a, a dry September right now? A dry, uh, a dry yeah. tober, a dry temper? No, September. What's it called? 
It's, I, it's called. Me, it's called. Walk me making through. Making myself better. Walk <laughs> me incrementally. This elaborate system of yours because we're on a text thread and Aaron says, I'm going to pick up a growler. Let's all enjoy one. We haven't seen each other in a long time. We haven't done it. And Dinger Dog, of course, goes, No, I want to ruin that. Right? That's <laughs> I, I, mean. I want to just put a big axe into that gr- into that gear. And it's only that's only four sixteen ounce so, beers. So it's you are much. allowed to have thirty beers. No, that's in that, no, September. See, now this or is why, a week. Like, you're allowed to have thirty drinks in a week. I, I just know. like there's got to be a. I forgot. I have to have a campaign or get ahead of it with you. Like <laughs> right, get right, ahead of right. it. Don't let him like frame the narrative. No, <laughs> I just simply what said. Oh boy, August was. The wheels have fallen off. The wheels off. are completely Amen. off. Right, and they and Dangers they off the wagon. Really, they wouldn't ride. Yeah, really, they were off. Like you know, once the whole not summer, April the whole summer for went, got a little wobbly. Yeah. It's a everybody's gained weight and everybody's drunk. It's pandemic. Yeah. Me and Aaron are, are new dads. Yeah, and the world sucks. Right, sure so so what, like that's the that would be the most like uh, so like the hands are shaky. So look, yeah. I had too much coffee. On the other side of whatever the yeah. next bomb to fall is, they're gonna be asking questions like, "So you thought the best idea was to get fatter and drunker <laughs> when the world yeah. was falling yeah. Fantastic, right, you son right. of a bitch! He's over yeah. here. Oh, I run every day, and I was like, yeah. "How do you do it? How do you get? He, how do you? Everybody looks worse." He looks fantastic. He runs. He runs. He runs, and then he comes home and he eats a bag of Sour Patch Kids, and then four, ten cold brews, and then he walks all about it all the cold down. With <laughs> <laughs> the cold brew is the key. You just need to be fidgeting your entire life, just burning all those calories. No, I get to answer the question. Is there? I, I gave myself drink tickets for the month. Okay, so, how many tickets have you drank? And how many do you have? Well, left? see, this is the problem with the whole thing. Like, I had a real struggle of figuring out how many drink tickets right. to give yourself. Sure. And I figured, all right, so all the numbers sounded too like I wanted to Absurdly act like I was explaining them to my boss yeah. or, or my, my doctor. Be like, right. Hi, uh, hey, doctor, I've been on the self improvement plan. I gave myself 60 drinks for the month of September. Yeah. And they'd be like, wow, that's great. Well, it, way to go, pal. Yeah, and I'm only eating Arby's now, you know. <laughs> So yeah. I went with thirty, um, and then September. Oh, that's, that's but that's, I don't that's, get it. Drink a day. The that's way you day. make cocktails, though, it's like four. So hold on, hold fingers on. of Weller. That's why. So that's one as opposed to just like a Bud Light. Like how how does this make? A ticket's a ticket's a ticket. However you want to spend go. it is however you want to spend. You don't it. pour. Why? See, you're you gonna say, "Honey, I only had two drinks." You don't pour a pint glass full of the Weller, though. You might pull. Uh, no, I mean the a double. Ouncer. Like yeah, I mean I. I, I a double deuce. He sure is a two. Is two that drinks he works like he's the best bullshit salesman. And mm-hmm. it, I think it was back in college where I called Dinger and I was like, I was probably twenty three. I think maybe he was twenty three too. And I was like, I I'm worried. I'm worried that maybe I drink too much. And Dinger's like, yeah. You're fine, man. You're fine. Yeah, he's like, Listen, can you pass this test? Mm-hmm. He's like, Can you stop drinking after three beers? And I was like, I think so. And he's like, As right. long as that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> then you're totally fine. Yeah, like if you go to you bed go. that night after three beers, I believed that for like 10 years. And then one time it just dawned on me. It's like, he doesn't know. That's very arbitrary. <laughs> made that whole story yeah, up. See, right. I love what was that whopper you said before you walked in? He said, we had a tornado warning this weekend. And he <laughs> said, because he lives in the city, the heat shields him from tornadoes ever hitting his house. And I... No what kind kidding. of Scientology shit is I that, I know man. kidding looked at him and I go, really? And then I was like, he did it again. He goes, no, that's not <laughs> true. 
mean, right. so this is, there's a lot of blame coming my way, but let's push it back a little there's bit. There's no factual who's, merit. Who sells no, it all fact and yeah. you go, as oh long my as you God, sound a charming guy like same. that, he's got to be correct, right? Well, what, you're the one that buy like, for one, <laughs> here's here's two scenarios that we'll, we'll flip the script a little bit. Right, right. You're, you're 23, living with my drunk ass, yeah, right? Yeah. Hair yeah. down middle of my back. Really? You're, you're coming to yeah. You're coming oh to God. me. Dinger dog, dinger dog. For medical advice. Into his room, and I'd be like, yeah. "You're not paying any bills. You're not helping out around the house. I see that you're watching a VHS tape of a bug's life, right? <laughs> and like, I'm like, was that my mother. favorite like girl customer at 17? I was like, what? What is it you're gonna do with today? Is that what you're wearing? Right. As is your that favorite? what you're going to wear out today right. for the world? Right, right. And then yeah. that's the guy you, you chose to take health advice from. <laughs> and then, two, some guy rolls up in a 2005 Honda Element, and you're like, oh, he's a meteorologist, clearly. Yeah. I, just, I mean, some of the point has to get back to you, some of the blame. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Uh, I went on a family vacation <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Dinger Dog was nice enough to watch the house. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a any couple... Any ghost sightings? No ghost sightings. All right. I think that ghost is officially gone. Did you hear any ghosts? No, I didn't. And I, I actually had the... What uh, did you do I had what the ghost home. likes. You had your daughter with you, right? Right. It, you guys just watched movies and then made a big mess in the kitchen. We didn't make a big mess, uh, did we? <laughs> I thought I cleaned it up pretty well. Uh, I came home and I immediately had to check the house because I'm this... I'm a freak. And... You are. Dinger <laughs> Dog had... I think his kid, or maybe he had... He, I, I, I swear to God, he was like turning pictures a little bit and like turning keys like 75 degrees instead of 90s. But yeah, like yeah. I went into, I no, went that's into, absolutely true. I, I went purpose. into the pool right. table yeah. room and there was board games out and they were not the way that I left them. And I was like, did you do this on purpose? They weren't. Did no, you put, <laughs> did you put is, the clue is, pieces in the Monopoly board and vice versa? No, this is not what he's upset about. It's not like the games were a mess or even out. They weren't out. They were on the shelf. They were just on the shelf differently. Wow. So I'm, I'm from the They're, school where you take the board game off the shelf. I think you just put it back. Right. Like that's I not how it goes. <laughs> that's not how it may be. It's not way like there's things in clearly, Clintonville, but wow. not here in Worthington. It's not like they were clearly alphabetized or anything <laughs> right, like that. Right, right. It was just like, this is where he wants that one to go for feng shui. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Do you play that game? No, not too much. Is feng shui Chinese for don't stroke out? I, I think it's for, like, Chunk has an OCD seizure, yeah. Yeah, right, right. right. I was there with a family, and I uh-huh. got a couple of moments to myself where I got to just sit at the jacuzzi or sit in the pool nice. by myself, get some sun, listen to music, and I was texting the dog, and I said, this is like the dog always says. You know, the second best thing to be in with family is being without the family. Is that right, Dinger Dog? I, I, I mean, again, it's a perversion of what I've said, but I'll, I'll, let, it, I'll let it go right. for time's sake. So how? So we've been getting... So you babysit, you house-sit our house, and you asked Alexa to, to set a bunch of reminders <laughs> for you, and they've been showing up. Uh, what were some of those reminders? That's how, pretty awesome. Well, don't leave your Alexa, like, just wide open when, oh, when someone's boy. around. You, I actually oh, had a moment of anything off of Amazon. We're not going to get any kind of lingerie or, like, purple <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get any of that stuff. Projectiles. Into our Pro- house. No. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't snap any bean down here in the basement. No, the no. beans, the unsnapped. No, upstairs. That's upstairs. Unsnapped. Un- that's no. the, boy, you blew that euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> so... No, I, I actually had a panic moment because I did. I said, you know, I, when Alexis reminded me, she set me up for this for the record. She's like, do you know you can set, tell me to remember things. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. Oh, so brilliant. I was standing yeah. there and I'm nice, just like, nice. ran, random days through the month, through the rest of your life, actually, <laughs> where you'll just get reminders to do nice things for me or to like 
how right. great I am. And then some of them aren't necessarily PG. And I had the biggest moment of panic when your wife sent me a text. She's like, what is this? Dinger Dog is awesome yeah. and buy him a bottle of Weller. Why did Alexa just remember? Right. And I'm like, and she's like, my, my dad thinks it's the funniest thing or whatever. And I'm like, oh, crap. The, oh boy! The trunk extended family That's is here helping the with the with, well, so with the fam. Too. It with rhymes the with rim job. I, I think that the, we <laughs> we started we started hiding booze around the house just for like when he needs to help us out. <laughs> Isn't that sure. right? Like, yeah. we got you a bottle of whiskey, and it was so funny. He was like, I'm not even going to take it home. I'm not even going to put it in my car. Did you put I'll it in the refrigerator? Hide it right here. Or the freezer? No, he doesn't need it cold. <laughs> I, I know. It's we a callback joke. joke. It's yeah, a callback. Callback. Call oh, oh, why? So when you, when you froze our, our bourbon for and us. And we slapped you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. I didn't that. mean to take the steam out of your train. <laughs> Go ahead, man. So um, I had a, a fridge full of seltzers because it's all I drank because I can't stand the taste. <laughs> oh, you're laughing. I, I certainly am. That funny guy over here. Yeah. He's funny. Dinner right. drank all my seltzers. Well, I replaced sure. them. If we there's nothing home, else in the house. We came home after an 11-hour drive, and I was like stretching. I was like, oh, boy. Can't wait to get one of these Tecate Dinger Dog. Wow. I, like what like? You cut the seltzers with vodka, tequila, rum. Paps Blue Ribbon. No, so I, one, I, I, I have to say that the seltzer, he's like creeping this seltzer thing in on me. Yeah. Because you think they're going to be terrible. They are. But then they're not. Mm. And they got, it's like a vodka soda. <laughs> mm, no, it's not like a vodka soda. It's like a third of a vodka soda. Right, you just had vodka. Yeah. Well, there's shit about it. If you had vodka, sure. Yes. Yeah, you fl- give it a floater, as they say. There you go, a floater. A little vodka page. floater on top. Anyway. Yeah. That's th- bad th- news. I've done that before. Of course <laughs> I have. With right. a Jolly Rancher. Yeah. A little Jolly Rancher <laughs> and a candy flip. And uh, never mind. Uh, right. This story's going nowhere. Well, uh, you drank all my seltzers. That's where. But it was I replaced going. them like for like I left more beers than you had seltzers. The moral you replaced of, them with tampons. The moral <laughs> of this story is, Dinger Dog, thank you so much. Oh, there yeah. wasn't even. I don't even think he said, "Let me check with the wife." He said, "It's happening. I'll bring the kid over. Mm-hmm. We'll make an event of it. Yeah. We'll eat all your food, and I'll drink all your seltzers." I didn't even actually eat all the food I was told to eat by your wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I exactly. I say. I, do I say? Do I put words in your mouth? Yes. Do I put you in a bed? Mm-hmm. You, you like paint me in this light where I was like, <laughs> like, where I was like just rummaging through your house and like trying on your underwear and stuff. And he's like, no, I was told to try on the underwear. What else did you accomplish? Uh, well, well, wait, before that. what else? <laughs> can I can I just do a little quick segue right here? I sure. <laughs> Audience, the look on his face was not very happy. These two are talking about food in the refrigerator for each other. Who drinks whose booze? Long story short, we got kids. I get here today. Chunk's mom's here. I don't see her. And I make a joke about Chunk and dog being married. And I hear laughter (laughs) before I see your mom's face. Because you two are married. Well, he didn't know. I mean, he's like, where's the glass glass? And I'm like, it's right back here to the uh, left. Uh, it's oh, like I a- think I, I, I don't remember the story, but it was something along the lines where my Thanks, wife man. was like, who's your best friend? And I was like, Dinger Dog. And she it's goes, your you're, wife. you're supposed to say me. And I was like, well, you do. That's a trick question. <laughs> but that's a trick question. Dinger Dog, of course. And she's like, of course. And yeah, then I was like, and, sure. then, and then you, I'm, I want to spend my life with you, but... <laughs> But Dinger Dog. But that's only because Dinger Dog and I couldn't get married back in 2002. <laughs> now you can. Oh, that's true. That's great. Uh, so um, I don't know if any, I, I want to find out if anything has ever happened to you guys like this. So last <laughs> oh, week, what? that came out weird. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Sure. <clears throat> so uh, um, last week, my wife comes home. We're doll. sitting around the kitchen table, and she goes, I really shouldn't bring this up. 
And I was like, okay, what is it? She's like, have you ever heard? She's like, do you like the game uh, NBA Jam? I was at Costco the other day, and I saw this arcade machine, and I thought of you. And I was, and I thought to myself, maybe you would like this as a Christmas present. And and she was like, do you have any versions of NBA Jam? I was like, yeah, I've got it on Sega Genesis. I've got it on Super Hell Nintendo. Yes. I've got the arcade version, and then I think I have one other version of it too. She goes, I thought so. She goes, but would you like like the arcade one up one? And I was like, absolutely. I have Hell a Mortal yes. Kombat arcade one up, and uh, and yes, I, I lo- I'm nowhere near as good at it as Dinger Dog is, but I absolutely love that game, and it's like the next best arcade one up machine that they've made. And she oh, goes, is it good? It's good quality. Oh, it's fantastic. That's awesome. But as she was talking, I could see the gears moving, and I was like, this is happening. Like, <laughs> I'm. My I, best friend is buying me a gift. My best friend is going to go buy me a gift. And she was like, do you want to... She's like, I'm five. She's like, do you want to go to the store right now and we'll go get it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> you got to sit yes. in the back and she be quiet. Like, you got to understand this is your Christmas present. And I was like, do you know, do you realize when something good is coming your way? It's like a dinger dog when he was in high school when he knew like he was going to get some make out or something like that. You know, like... You just go for it, and and you, right, because right. they're gonna change their mind. Carpe diem. So I was grab like, grab them. I was like, get in the car. Grab them by the belt. Uh, I'll get Wesley. Well, let's get in the car. Let's go. Don't grab him. We're on the way there, and she's like, "Are you doing okay?" And I was like, "I'm hyperventilating." <laughs> I was like, "This is the best day of my life." And she's like, "How are you? Why are you this excited?" <laughs> oh, I was no. like, again, "Again, you make so many like, uh, how you get away with this stuff?" Right. The best day of my life, and she's like, "Didn't we get married what within about the last 70, five years? What about seventy-four days ago? Yeah, didn't we just have a child? Uh, <clears throat> bring, bring the arcade machine home. The arcade one up. It's four hundred bucks at Costco. It's a oh, different that's model. A steal. It's a different model than the Walmart one. It's got, ooh, it's got Dinger Dog. It's got light up buttons. It's got a topper." And it's got a fit. Like you sh- listen to me when he showed it. Like I when I first came over here after he had it, he literally like car salesman me. Right, right, right. He's like, you see, it's got the backlights here where the mood yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like the topper and the topper. I mean, don't I, let me. I'm not talking crap about it. It's beautiful. It's just like a piece of cardboard that says NBA Jam. Oh, he's you like, piece of shit. <laughs> Plastic. Okay, it's, it's uh, plastic. It'll last through the end of the uh, year. I, I want to hear your review. Like, take the price out of it. I don't understand it. You're and a wealthy your man. Why don't you get one? <laughs> because I won. Um, oh, I'd love wait, to sorry. hear it. I'd love to hear how I wasted. For my the money audience, is this Dinger a standalone? Is, that's what you mean, what? right? This is a standalone yeah. machine. Standalone machine. You, okay, you can, you can actually. Awesome. It, it has. Uh, Wi-Fi, so you can hook it up and play against oh, get other hell, dudes that are as lucky as I am. Out of yeah. here! I haven't. We, I've. I've honestly played about twenty games. Haven't won one game yet. Sure. So I Dinger completely Dog believe came that. over this weekend, and I was like, "Honey, I realize you need help with the kids." What is that, honey? Are you talking to Dinger or your <laughs> I was wife? Talking to Dinger yeah, Dog. like for our audience. I, to Dinger Dog. I feel very justified. I was I'll like, step "Honey, back I know you need help with the kid." And he's like, "Once again, I'm not your wife." I was honey, like, "Let's go downstairs and." Dinger Dog, what you lose like five or six times? Yeah. How did then you, then you, I went to double over time. And then I, yeah. And I immediately realized that I'm nowhere near as good as the dog is. It, because he has all these moves that I never, I never use the old, uh, 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 where you're, oh, yeah, where you put yeah, that clear elbow right in that ribs for that rebound, and then you get an outlet pass to Sean Kemp, who dumps it from half court. What's, what are your thoughts on the machine? I think it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I was just, I was just poking the bear a little bit. It's, it's great. I really like how the lighting was, comes off the back and makes it red. I was sending Ooh. texts, 
and it was like to my friends showing the pictures and I texted Dinger Dog separately and I said, it alarms me that you're not more excited about this. <laughs> yeah. And Dinger Dog being the very nice friend that he is. Uh-huh. Sent a mercy text back, and he goes, "Oh no, I, I'm super thrilled about I, it. I'm just Honey. busy on this Saturday morning. There's a but lot the, going on. Does pandemic it play world. The way you remember, like, like it does. Wrap it, me through this. It does. It plays. It plays just like the game. Does the B turbo button work fine? The B turbo button does not stick like the one time you beat me in this game somewhere. Yeah. Like, beat right. Dinger Dog? Yeah. I so, the like, it was at like an arcade bar and there was like so much beer on the turbo button that it wouldn't mm. unstick. Mm. Oh, unbelievable. Mm. Okay. You're that guy that says, I want to be Luigi because he, or I want to be Mario I have to be Luigi. because you'll press start. So, yeah, right over the like, <laughs> the hole and I'll fall right down. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah. I think it plays great. Uh, you know, I was a little worried where the buttons would be because you have to kind of hold turbo to. Right. To shoot and hold turbo to pass. A little bit of finger play. I was, I was worried about his skills because when it comes to video games, he's a very good liar. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is, he'll, he'll convince you that he can beat Super Mario Brothers 2. I have never right. once said it could beat no- He'll Mario say, 2. sit back, everybody. We were at a party. He was like, yeah. sit back, everybody. Turn on Super Mario Brothers 2. I'm going to show you how Crank it's up done. the James Taylor and, and the let's next, play Super and Mario 2. the next 2. thing you know, we're not seeing You're stuck in level game. 3, You're just like I've always been. Three. Yeah. But you lost a couple games, then you went into double overtime. Right. I mean, it's it's NBA Jam, and I'm so used to playing the console versions where you have a, a shot and you can change the difficulty. But with the right, arcade right. version, they just come back every time in yeah. the fourth quarter. That's, and just, that's what you do. It, but it's unfair, and like I've, mm. I've every game I've lost has been by like one point, and that's it's always because they're stealing the ball from me at the ending and then making every three pointer. Yeah. But it's. I told my wife. I was what a great my, game! She was, my wife was like, "You you bought this. You wanted it so bad, and you haven't won one game yet." I was like, "You don't understand. Like, yeah. it's so fun." Chunk, who is your team uh, of choice? Shoot, I like the Dinger. Ones. Who is your team of Mine, choice? We're, we're the same. We're the same. Sonics. Sonics. Hell yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then the later Jazz iterations. Was the team that I like with, uh, with Malone and Stockton? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the bad thing about it is. In NBA Jam, if they can't jam, if they jam. can't jam. get the likeness for uh, the other character, the other player, yeah. you get they, Horace Grant instead of Michael Jordan. They double it up, and that's not how NBA Jam works because you're supposed to have one guy that is good at three pointers, another guy that's good at dunks, another guy that's yeah. you know, and if they got the same stats. Or you just be the Sonics and drive it home every single play. Bam, 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 yeah, bam. Yeah, kick it out to Peyton if you need I to just, for the I'm three. Just, but, yeah. I was on your side, but now I'm starting to believe Dinger Dog's story about the beer being stuck. Right. <laughs> because right. I don't think you've got the skills to pay the bills. Right. Oh, so, But here's grown. the thing. Here's the thing. You know why Jordan, like, Phoenix basically they two. weren't part of that game all the way up to, like, when it became NBA hang time because of Space Jam. You guys know this? Okay, so all the people that aren't in that game were in Space Jam, and they couldn't work out the contracts with Disney to make it work with... with Dirk uh, Nowitzki's not in NBA Jam at all? Muggsy Bogues? Muggsy Bogues is. Well, is Muggsy Bogues in, yeah. in the, my copy, in the arcade one up? No. no. I didn't see him. He's the little guy, right? What about Larry Johnson? No. No. Uh, Michael Jordan owns his own likeness, of course. Right. What, yeah. Like, how do, how do you have to, like, fight for that? Because capitalism... America. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Right. Right, right. Like... Danger. I highly... I can't wait to kick both your asses in this as soon as this podcast okay. is over. Sure, you got to get home at 6 30. Let's wrap it up. No, let's I, wrap, wrap up. up Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> let's wrap it up. And Derek, I, I'm, I am thrilled. It's so fun. 
Uh, this goes to show how long we haven't had a podcast in two months, and we were supposed to do a podcast a couple weeks ago. We ran into some issues, so we delayed it. But I had this joke down. Well, not this joke down, but just this topic I wanted to talk to with Dinger Dog. Uh, you guys remember Amy Acton? Uh, what was she? Uh, She's she, the health director for the state of Ohio. Yeah. And she resigned, right? Yeah, this was like yeah, it was a couple months ago or a month Very, ago. And yeah. I texted him, and I was like, "You don't even have to tell me because I already know." But you got to think for her, right? And he mm. was like, and Dinger was like, maybe. And I was like, what is it with you with powerful, smart women? Older. Older oh, who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I would ask the question right back. Who doesn't like powerful, smart, attractive women? I said, Dinger right. Dog, please don't take this the wrong way. But I'm worried in a work set, at a work setting, uh-huh. that y- your feelings for her might make it unprofessional. I look, so I don't work with Amy Acton. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I called the governor. I said, I can't do this. <laughs> right, <game."> right. <laughs> Is it Acton or Acton? I don't know. I was Acton. Yeah. I always thought it was Acton. And we were going back and forth with texts of like the things that he would say or little like little no, notes. I would, this is yeah, like yeah. little notes that he would slip to her. Like, you got me Acton all excited over oh, here. Nice. <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I, I think <laughs> if there was a movie to be made of her life, it would be Allison Janney, and okay. who would play for, the, for, our, for those out-of-state listeners. Dinger Dog <laughs> actually did say this when he said, you in those slacks has got me things I want to act on. I think it was a pants. Boy, you get fired for that. <laughs> I didn't say these things <laughs> for the record. Why you gotta all... be acting so hard to get, baby? Yeah. And she's like, that's it. Get this guy out right, of my right. cubicle. Exit stage left. <laughs> I like the idea that like I have a very like sophisticated like desire for attractive, powerful women. But yeah, then, that's then, a then thing. but then, that's a great but thing. then I act on it like like the most act childish. On. <laughs> yeah. Like what you just, act on, act on. Yeah, just puns. He's got two crushes in his life. Uh, you, Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. Oh, in those jeans, those driving you all, do. acting you all crazy. And Amy, but, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern is great. She's a yeah. Awesome. She's a she's a brilliant woman. See, that's all I got to uh, do. Oh, the HBO stuff she's on later in her career, fantastic, very powerful. Yeah, there was that one show woman. that was like I didn't like where she was the uh, yoga instructor or something. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> let's wrap this up, folks. I'm gonna act on that. <laughs> act on. Uh, oh my gosh, this is so th- bad. I'm sorry. What's wrong? No, just the, like that. That had to be a bit. I, I'm apologizing <laughs> to the universe. Oh, you came here prepared. Oh no! <laughs> Are you surprised? Do you remember when we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago? And apparently. People are looking for things to do. It's a hot summer. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. There's a there's an app out there called Swimly. And this is a rent a pool by the hour <sighs> thing. Oh yeah. And you were all for it, right? Everybody was thought that was the grossest thing. Like I don't get it. How, how do you put a Go pool? swim in a neighbor's toilet? But it's full of if it was full of chlorine, you go to a public pool. But a public pool's huge. I don't know. I I've, I've I've had discussions with this whether or not this is something that makes sense or not. I'm just I don't think I'm for it. I'm definitely But then not it got us it. thinking to it. Why don't we start making up some apps? Like, kids got to go to school. Dinger Dog was thinking about, why, why don't we make one for college girls that need classes? It's called Only Stacy's. And you teach them in your garage. 
this I, fall. I dear, mean, these dear kids, audience, I will be back in a little bit. <laughs> these kids no, gotta I, learn. I, they can, they can't just stay home. I just realized, like I'm just realizing the feng shui of this room, Aaron. Uh-huh. Like, yes, yes. We are literally blocked in. Yeah. Like, like oh, my, my, I'm in the back corner. You're there. Like, yeah. he's guarding the door. He sure so is. So we can't leave when he, like, yeah. during an attack. That's All of this stuff is stuff that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like the idea of it actually happening in your mind, though. Like, I, right, I picture right, you, yeah, like, yeah, laying in, mind, in bed, in like, mind. trying to fall asleep and, like, yeah. playing well, these scenarios out. Like, All right, we got to write that down. Don't act on that. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to take a quick break? <laughs> yes, please. Yep. All right, we'll be right back. Guys, I don't know about you, and I especially don't know about Dinger Dog, but being a new dad is is scary. Scary AF. Now, when Dinger was a new dad, it was he was like a, a fresh like 26, 27. So mm-hmm. like he had other things going on. He was a lot more calm than I was. Right. I'm a nervous person. <laughs> I, I'm I'm scared about really? taking my son down the <laughs> stairs. I'm not scared about it. I'm way more comfortable now. But I'm always <laughs> thinking to myself, Everybody's gonna be mad at me if I drop this kid down the stairs. That's my, that's, that's my that's, first thought. Like I like how it's centered around his well-being. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's my first thought. Is yeah. boy, my wife's face is gonna be red uh-huh. if I drop this child down the steps. Right. The good people at Moral Applications have invented the simplest, most invention you've ever heard of. It's called baby slide downstairs. Ah. It's a little slide that you install right on the banister, mm-hmm. and it's no fuss, no muss. Like you, you're at the top of the steps. You've got your kid in your arms. Put him in the baby slide downstairs. He goes right to the bottom. Whoosh. He catches himself on a nice comfy mattress. And you saunter down the stairs. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay. Because I was kind of picturing like there would be some sort of delay. What? Like where there would be There's like no a gate. to loop dinger. I know that this doesn't have enough <laughs> fanfare in it No, for but you. like I figured you'd want to be down at the bottom of the stairs when the slide started. It's not You're a just... workout thing. I'm not dropping him down. There's a delay and I run down the steps and catch him. Well, I, I thought... I. I'm sorry. I just maybe this, thought you'd want to be there. This at, also at the, works for anything around the house. Dirty dishes. You know? Right, right. Nobody wants to drop dirty dishes. So so this works when your wife is upstairs and you're downstairs and she's sick of your attitude and she wants to give you the baby to drop the baby down the slide. Exactly. Bottles, his diapers, skull is all fine. of it. Yeah. His, his skin, his organs, and his bones are fine. Mm. But you can, you can use it for laundry. You can use it for your guns, for your liquor. Nice. For your small pets, my dog Jack Bauer. Like, you have to carry him down the steps, but not no more with baby slide downstairs. Could, dog. Is there some way we could get them back up, like some sort of chair that we could strap them to, and then like it would slowly go up the stairs? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> is okay. this a stupid idea, or is it the smartest idea that the good people at Moral Applications have ever had? I can, I can think of a lot of fun like ways we could make this fun. Yeah, like, it, it, it already is fun. It's twenty four ninety nine. Installation is installed. The good people at Moral Application Whoa, will come in. Bargain. They'll put it down there. Baby slide downstairs, no fuss, no muss, no broken bones, and nobody's mad. And you at don't you. have to worry about what your wife will think if you drop the baby. Buy one right now. Genius. Hello and welcome back to the second segment of the afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's getting saucy. Welcome it's Yap Quickies, fellas. Saucy. We haven't done this in a long time. Yap Quickies are we're going to quickly review TV shows, movies, albums, comic books, podcasts. Those last three I don't think we've ever done. <laughs> sure uh, we have. 
The first one I want to start with is uh, Battletoads on Xbox. It Archie. just came out. Did you play it, Dinger Dog? I think nope. I told you to try it. Nope, and I didn't listen. Okay, well, uh, so I, obviously Battletoads came out back in like 1991 on the NES. It's the hardest <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> game that's ever came out. It's by Rare. <laughs> uh, and for some reason, Rare decided to reboot it. Uh, they announced the game maybe a year ago. Um, it was free on Game Pass this month, so I decided why not try it. Uh, the, the graphics are cartoonish this time, and they work fairly well. Uh, the, the, the surprising thing about this game is, and I texted Dinger when I was playing it, it was, it's, and our other buddy texted about it too, it's surprisingly funny. Now, it's not freakazoid funny like Dinger thinks cartoons are funny. Uh-huh. See, I always Actually, wanted to know more about the Battletoads. Like, they, had, they hinted at it in the NES version, like they might be like, kind of like turtle-esque in their like well it was 1991 that was like anthropomorphic or what what's the word that i'm looking for anthropomorphic animals with tood and it's and it was a fighting game but the 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 exciting thing about the nes version was was that they they changed up the gameplay basically every level i mean there it was mostly mostly a beat-em-up but they did have uh like like a a speed racing part and, and and a bunch of platforming parts to it uh, they try to do that in this one, but for the most part, it is a beat 'em up game. Um, the levels are a bit too long, which is frustrating. There, there's the combat is good and it, it is fun to play, but it's still a beat 'em up at the end of the day, and it's just I find myself not too enthralled with it. I I've played through the first about five levels. I think I'm halfway through it, and. Uh, it's good, but it, it, it these levels they go too on on too long. Uh-huh. They're a bit boring. It, it's a pleasant surprise. Like it's much better than it has any right to be, but it's not something that I would be willing to pay for. Would you watch a Battletoads movie? There's only two of them though. I think you need more. Like, like you the yellow one would have to be Michelangelo and Donatello. There's Rash, Zitz, and Pimple. So there's three of them. Oh, there's three, and, and they all have they all have a different fight style. So one is like the slow tank, the one is faster and uh, less powerful, and the other one's like an all around guy. But they all do you remember in the original Battletoads how they crows. all had like the the, the big power up punch? Yeah, and like it was that was the big thing was like the cool animation while you were fighting the other enemy. Each one of the Battletoads this time has like some sort of different animation when they're doing that. So like one guy will turn into like a Battletoads arcade machine. And he'll blow the characters, uh, you know, around the screen. Another guy will turn into a locomotive and and run into him. Another guy will turn into a bull. And for and I think that they keep on changing them up through the game. Um, I I don't know. I think the game is probably twenty bucks if you can't get it on Game Pass. But like I said, I I, I really wanted to play this game out of curiosity. But like beat 'em up games, even when they're great, they're but they, it's just you're not you're like, I'm just, so I got to beat this guy up now. Yeah, exactly. Well, this guy's bigger. They, they I better beat him change, up. Yeah. They do change up the game with some. Uh, Those like, people never a, hug. There is a racer <laughs> level. There's a couple racer levels that I've played, and then there's these weird mini games like that go along with the cutscenes. But the main reason to play this game is because the, the writing is really well done. Like I actually found myself like laughing out loud at some of the cutscenes, and uh, and the animation is really good. But I I don't. I don't know if I can recommend it. I, I, I recommend it strongly if you can play it for free. Uh, okay. Otherwise, I mm-hmm. guess I'll just wait for Battletoads. Wait for, wait for on VHS. Uh, Aaron. Yes. 
Do you want to talk about Perry Mason? I do. Hey, have you guys ever seen the original Perry Mason television show from the 50s, Black and White with Raymond Burr? I loved it. He was the fat guy, right? <laughs> he was the fat guy. He okay. was the fat guy, public defender with the heart of gold, right. kind of bent the law to protect the people who were getting abused by He's the before law. Matlock. It was. It was like yes. a pre- predecessor. It, well, it pre- was from 57 to 66. Oh. See, I watched that. reruns of it on uh, TBS. My folks liked it when I was a kid, and they watched it probably growing up. I watched reruns. See, is that what you want out of me, like research? No. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want you to thing. be you, Digger Dog. <laughs> okay. Nobody's coming okay. for me or Aaron. <laughs> right, right. So it's been rebooted. Perry Mason has been rebooted by HBO, and uh, this one is set a little bit earlier. And Perry Mason is still a, uh, he's a, he's a gumshoe. He's a, he's a private dick. He's a PI. He's a detective. And that's, but I thought this is so crazy. Like Perry Mason originally was the public defender. Right. Why is this Perry Mason in a film noir set in Los Angeles 25 years before the show? And he's a disgruntled World War I veteran who had to do some despicable acts. He's divorced. He's an alcoholic. This is much different than Raymond Burr. Yeah, a little darker. Very, very much darker. And it's Matthew Ray's playing Perry Mason. Matthew Ray's is just the best in the business. So, the Perry Mason character is a private eye working on this detective case. He's a private eye working on this case about a child abduction gone wrong. Long story short, he twists the law in his favor and becomes a lawyer to help the wrongly accused... Ah. muddle their way through this like huge case in 1932 Los Angeles. It's in the midst of the Great Depression. There's elements of televangelism. Um, it's, it's, it's really good. It's short of being great. It's got a great cast. Shea Wigham, John Lithgow, Robert Patrick, Stephen Root, Lily Taylor, welcome back to TV. It's been a long time since we've seen you. Um, I liked it a lot. But it's just short of being great. It should have been great. It was helmed by Terrence Winters, Sopranos royalty, directed more Sopranos episodes than anybody in the cast, than anybody else. How many episodes? Eight episodes, one hour each. It's you can just you can burn through it in a weekend. It's really close close to being great, but it's not. um, I would have rather stuck with Perry Mason being a private detective. Because once he turned, like when you have the private detective, the film noir, the 1930s, the depression, the you're kind of you're kind of stuck on that, yeah. You're... Yeah, it's it's great, and then it switches halfway through, but it's, it would be like the Arab parent to the first season of True, De- True Detective if it would have stayed that in that kind of vein, and it makes the switch to where he becomes the attorney, which makes sense because that's what the show's based on. Um, it's good. It's not great. It's got an outstanding cast. You can watch it. It's it's hard to watch in parts, but um, the film like the, the cinematography is great. The scripts are great. It's like one of those meals you get at a restaurant. Where you're like, ah, oh. you know, you know what this is? Oh, here it is. Perry Mason is a Cameron Mitchell meal. It's really good. It's a little pricey, and you don't get enough to eat. You don't get enough <laughs> to eat. There you go. The service is great. Everything's great. It's like a B. Everybody wants you smile at you. They give you the smallest little meatloaf. Yeah. And, they go, and everybody goes, oh, look at this meatloaf. And I'm like, I'm starving. Exactly. You're still. <laughs> that's that's perfect. That's perfect. You're still hungry for more meatloaf after you leave Cap City. Uh, that's what that's what Perry Mason is. That being said, it's it's still pretty good. Uh, if you have HBO, give it a shot. Anything Matthew Ray's is great. John frickin' Lithgow, like I said earlier, yeah, who's awesome. Stephen Root, who's American television royalty at this point, he can do no wrong. Um, oh, and I want to mention the breakout star. Her name is Tatiana, excuse me, Tatiana Malsony, and she plays Sister Alice Keegan, 
who uh, she has this tabernacle and she's like an original evangelicist evangelicist on the radio and she may or may not have supernatural powers and you got to watch it but she's also epileptic and it's just just uh, like a trip to Cameron Mitchell's. Is it a there miniseries or are we going to see I, a second season? I am not sure. I would be fun. It was fun to watch one time. I hope they leave it at limited instead of mini. Like I got eight episodes of Perry Mason. I got Matthew Ray's smoking cigarettes, taking pictures of people having affairs, fighting people, getting drunk. He's in the trenches in World War One. He's in a he's in a courtroom defending his client's honor. I don't need a second season of it, but it's it's watch it if you get a chance. If you don't, you'll live, but it's give it a chance. You know who needs to be on HBO is Nick Cage. I think I think he's got a he's due yeah. for a big comeback. He's due for he's, a huge. He's comeback. got a show coming on. We were H- watching HBO. Con Air and uh, with my wife, and I was like, boy, everybody thinks the Dinger Dog used to look like or young Dinger Dog used to look like a young Nick Cage. Whoa! Cut I can't believe I, I squandered my youth. A-hole. <laughs> <laughs> Face off, uh, take his drink off. Cutting you, boy. Wait. Yeah, his his accent in Con Air is awful. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I, but I but beauty. I like the upside down push ups that he does against the wall. Yeah. Uh, Dinger dog. Yeah, you actually came prepared. I did. Oh, well, I'm not prepared, but I I have something that I want to talk about. Tell me about. Uh, is it the third gleam? It's the third gleam by the Avid Brothers. And is it the Avid Brothers or is it the Avid Brothers? I always thought it was Avid, but then now I, I thought everybody kind of gave up on them circa 2007 when everybody stopped listening to. That that's when I gave up on them. Okay. So this okay. is like this is that's the whole story. You're like stomping all over my thing here, but that's okay because yeah. I'll recover. Uh, so yeah, I I used to love this band. Like they had great albums from 2002 to yeah 2007. They're starting to go like Weezer Green albumish on me. Like no right. way. No, not like style wise. Just like you know how you're moving quality away. Wise? Oh, quality yeah, wise. Quality yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Nirvana. Yeah, they're starting. Yeah. Or Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just poking the bear. You're just poking at him. Um, that shit was so like Avid Brothers and that sound was weirdly popular for like three years. And it yeah, was so it was weird like, because you guys it's not indie to pop. be the hipsters, but like you guys were into them and then the next thing you know, like they're on the radio and I was and I was just so confused. So yeah, they, they basically they were it was like new grass is what they were calling it. It was like oh, I never but it was heard like that. that's good. Bluegrass, but it it was it had it was poppier and more, mo- and they all have tans. Sure, poppier and more melodic, more melodic, and you know they're hipsters too. So like, sure. so uh, don't you dare mess up that latte. Right, exactly. So they they had some very excellent albums, and then they had three. This is the third gleam. They had gleam, the second oh. gleam, and the third gleam. And the gleam albums were, I guess they're more campfirey. They're more like uh-huh. kind of one guy with an acoustic picking things out. Like they're not. They didn't have the kind of ruckus. They're less bluegrassy, more singer-songwritery. So I okay. thought, with what has happened to the Avets or the Avets or whatever you want—I don't know how to say their name—I never have—is that they they got picked up by a producer, Rick Rubin. Oh, oh sure, yeah. He's the hit doctor. You need to go and see. And he, but they, but they really went mainstream, like radio, and then they lost an edge. And that's, I mean, that's what he does. That's what Rick Rubin does to people. And so they lost this edge, but I thought maybe... Rick Rubin gives them the edge back? No, no, he, no, he, he takes he the edge away it off. He makes a it, mansion. Oh, he shines them. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe this, since it was like the more campfire, had a better chance. Because the, these guys are talented. You know, they can pick up a guitar. They're beautiful, sing well. Barista's gone wild. Why listen to any of that music when you can just listen to the Old Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack? Which is ten times better. I, mean, I think... Uh, <laughs> 
Why listen to anything other than Kerplunk over yeah, and over yeah, and over again? I completely yeah. derailed your thoughts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm officially sorry. So, Chunk doesn't listen to them because they don't have guy liner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. Anyway. Gloves are off, aren't they? <laughs> we should just only do music because that's where people get really hurt. That's where all the feelings get hurt. So this album is... Like, it starts off with the first song, and I was like, you know, there's a chance. Like, it does all the right things. They, they, they have, the, like, the melodic choruses, the things I like. But right. what's really missing are, like, the, the instrumental part of it is just lazy. Yeah. It's, oh, just, okay. like, it's just like I was, like, picking Phone a in. G string, you know, and then picking mm-hmm. a C. And then, pick, and then the, the lyrics are even more lazy. Yeah. Like, That's it's – when you look back – I mean, this is not going to be a great review if you're if, – uh, no, foreshadowing. It's, it's like, I interrupt for no, two I mean, seconds. Just for two seconds. Yeah. I, I just realized here how much of a, a jerk that I am because we've done a handful of album reviews and two of the reviews that you guys have done I've ended up loving. That Sturgill yeah. Simpson record, yeah. one of the best records of last Amen. year. Amen. It, and yeah, let's, let's and it's, some, it brought me onto a genre of music that I never even right. haven't thought about in so long. And then that Run the Jewels album, right. that Run the Jewels is fucking hard. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is not going to be so that. I am. I'm kind of apologizing because usually you guys like when I'm asking you to turn in your script parts, I'm like, oh great, can't wait to hear about this <laughs> dumb album. Yeah. And I'm wrong. I'm the cynical jerk. <laughs> well, then I tried. I really didn't want to be that with this album because I I've realized that too that I'm like, well, it's not like. It's it's not the blue album, or you know, it's not right. it's not what it used to be. So it has to be bad, and I'm trying to get rid of that. But it's just lazy. And then I it's realized bad, it's bad. I it's went funny. back and listened to some of the the first gleam and the second gleam, and their lyrics were complex in that like they weren't all like everything's right in the new album. Everything's like mm-hmm. he's like writes a song about his wife and it's beautiful, but there's never like. No problems. Ign- there's no problems. And it's just yeah. so, like, re- Not relatable. Ruined. It's so, yeah. They it's go like, Canadian. Yeah, they just take all the edge off. And it's sad, uh, but sad but true. So that's, I mean, if you, it's worth a free listen to it if you have it on Apple Music. It just came out, like, last Friday. Right. But other than that, just just listen to the old stuff and think it's good. Uh, so I would like to review or just discuss, because this is a tough game to discuss have you guys heard of the game fall guys yeah it's, it's called fall guys ultimate knockout it came out on the I fall believe, guy with lee remington no it came 1970s? out on steam and it came out on ps4 and uh it was free on ps4 so i decided to check it out uh-huh. this is a battle royale platformer game with up to six players except it's battle royale but it's not like you know what, what's the game you play all the time fortnite, fortnite. This is more like a, a like a, a platformer game. Uh, do you guys remember Most Extreme Challenge, or or Ultimate Wipeout? Like Most those, Extreme oh, Elimination sure, Challenge. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, those yeah. game shows where it's basically people that are running through obstacles and they're getting knocked off of stuff. Right. This is with sixty people. You basically are this little jelly bean character, and it's a platforming game where you are trying to get from like start the, the starting line to the finish line. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and it's so yeah, pick up and cool. play. And it's so easy, mm-hmm. and uh, so. Ba- and- but basically, it's like uh, so, like sixty people from around the world line up on the same platform. Yep. And like you know, the giant balls are swinging, and then I have yep. to you know, like do, 
hang from like watch out for the chocolate yep. smurfs and and it's and it's so it's Whoa. it's 60 players so the bottom 20 will get knocked out in the first round and then the, the second round it goes on which is my least favorite part of the game where uh-huh. it, it turns into a more of a cooperative experience like in the second round i believe it's kind of a, like a, almost like a tag game where you are on one team and you are trying to tag the other players it's sharks and minnows what sharks and minnows i, I guess so I, I haven't played. I, I was going to review this game for our podcast that got canceled a couple weeks ago, but then I realized I, I can't talk about it longer than five minutes. Like, it's super fun. You should have done Like, it. it's, it's taking the world by storm, but it's super shallow. And wow, then that there, makes sense. And then the mm-hmm. next round is my favorite round where it's basically you are on a uh, platform with all the players that are still there and, um, Objects are coming your way, and you have to jump over them, which is another thing that, that is from, like, most extreme challenge. Right. And then it goes – and then the fourth round is uh, – I think it's down to the last ten players, or maybe it's the last three players, and it's a game of tag. And it's Battle oh, Royale. Oh, that's cool. And the, and the great thing about it is, is, yes, they're putting Battle Royale on everything. We've seen a Battle Royale Tetris. We've seen, obviously, Battle Royale first-person shooters, third-person shooters. But this is just a fun party game that's mm-hmm. super easy to pick up and play. One of our friends kept on texting me, te- kept on texting us, and was like, play Fall Guys, play Fall Guys, play Fall Guys. And I think I texted back, and I was like, oh, have you guys heard about this game, Fall Guys? Like, it's like people are shouting that this could be like game. <laughs> I was, man, I really played the Fall Guy from the TV show in the 70s. This is sad. Go ahead. Sorry. People are like... Like it's it's this huge hit, and mm-hmm. and I think it's they said that they're going to be bringing it to phones in China, so I would assume it'll get brought over to the states because obviously, like <laughs> yeah, any <right>. of these, <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> might be a yes. big assumption yes. there, bro. Honest, will. <laughs> honestly, like like with all the other kind of battle royale games, yes, there's lots of skins you can you can purchase. There's all ki- all kinds of like mm-hmm. in-game transactions. That's wonderful. But can, what? That's I think that I am actually I should play. I want to play this game. From that review, I mean that sounds great. Would you guys do like? Do they still travel around and do those most extreme elimination challenges? There, there's a show that me and my wife watch on TV that is, it's like you know the the summer version of Most Extreme Challenge on like NBC or something like that with two comedians and it's okay. It's not as funny as it's most like Wipeout, right? Yeah, Wipeout. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. But I would do that. In a ho- if it was like concept. if they set up right up around around here, I would go. It's. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about athletically. Would you go oh, and try and do geez. it? I don't know. Me and Aaron have put on some COVID weight. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, Mister in shape all the time. I'm Mr. not in shape. No. Uh, <laughs> Mister drinking water. If those obstacles would all stay still the whole time, maybe I'd give it a shot. <laughs> the game. The game is so like that's a refreshing thing. It's like you're not going to be sitting there going through. Tor- There's no tutorial. But you could miss work. Think about like you'd miss like. <laughs> Two and a half weeks of work. You'd be like, what happened to you? Why, Johnson, you've been out for two and a half weeks. Have you ever watched like, American Ninja Warrior and they show all We these- watch it every week. Do you really? Well, it's Marcy Darcy's show. Yeah. Why? So we do. Because those people are amazing. It's, but they, and make and we get, those, we get they make those parks in their backyard. Yeah. yeah, but we get hooked into the human interest stories too, man. It's always, and the producers know what they're doing when it comes to American Ninja Warrior. It's kids with parents who have passed away. Hard luck really? tales. Yeah, you get, like, you get like a three minute I guess I just tale. blocked all that out. <laughs> He's like, when do they fall down? <laughs> when? <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. The, the, the big problem with this game is it's missing a two-player split screen like couch co-op. Like it would be like if we want to go play it upstairs, you just have to play by yourself, which is it, it kind of defeats the whole party game purpose. Right. 
Uh, but it's super easy to pick up and play. It's really fun. It's got all the thrills of, you know, basically going sort of- down to like I I never I think I I think I've the best I finished because I only played like I don't know four or five games. Stuff to play any video games when you have a kid, but uh, it was it was still super thrilling, still super fun, and it, it's I, I think it might be twenty nine ninety nine on PlayStation, but it was free in the month of September if nice. you had PlayStation Plus. Uh, awesome. Aaron, okay, let's hear about uh, the boys. Season okay, two. the boys. I'm going to improvise just real quick, talking back to the Avid Brothers. I'm go ahead go to the boys. So, um, it's your show. It's fine. <laughs> with the Avid oh, Brothers, I always thought of them as along the lines of somebody like Ryan Adams, who tried to do this Americana bluegrass thing. Yeah. But we're always kind of, uh, I hate to use the word posers or illegitimate because those guys are not that. And I bring this up because Ryan Just- Adams is a poser. Sure, sure. I think they have it. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Because Justin Towns Earl passed away last week. Were you guys fans of his at all? I, 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 his stuff was okay. It yeah. wasn't like Devil's Make Three for me. That was that was that's the best of that genre. Devil Makes Three. Who Listen, does that? The Devil Makes Three. That's the band. Oh, that's the band. Yeah, okay, I'm not familiar with that band. I was it's just you familiar- and me and the Bottle Makes Three tonight. Is that the song you're talking about? No. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Zoot, so, Zoot Riot. So I just like. I really liked uh, Earl's first two albums. I'm a big fan of his dad. Um, and I shouldn't say I just like those two. I'm sure his other albums are great. But the only ones I'm familiar with are uh, Music at the Movies and uh, Harlem City. Right, uh, Harlem River City, whatever it is. Um, anyway, it's a real shame he passed away this week. He was a super talent. Was he? Was it COVID? Drugs. He had a, he had a history of addiction and he had some pneumonia, and there's COVID going around. So he yeah, was in the hospital for a couple. We of all weeks. know what pneumonia means. COVID. Yeah. So that's really sad. I'm a big Steve Earle fan as well. I liked his dad's work. Those two are Americana royalty. See, but don't do this because uh, to more what you said. Like I didn't. Uh, John Prine is somebody that I didn't yeah. listen to until he died, and I was like, right, "What right. did I miss? How did John I mi- Prine? Oh. Goat, goat." Oh, uh, anyway, R.I.P. Justin Towns Earl, and uh, we'll keep on listening to his music and his dad's music. Transitioning to the boys on Amazon, um, the superheroes who are uh, drug addicts. You reviewed the first season a year ago. I did review the first season a year ago. The first three episodes you are call out. Call them fornicators. Fornicators, drug addicts, superstar <laughs> athletes. Weed smoking fornicators. <laughs> yeah, they do it all. They are the superheroes with the heart of shit. All oh, of them. Oh. They are really, really bad people, the boys. Because you know what? Us as society, we're bad, and they reflect us. That's what the superheroes do. Uh, I'm just going to talk quickly about the first three episodes because, contrary to Amazon's style, they've just released the first three episodes last week simultaneously, and now we have to wait every Friday for a new episode. Which I'm okay with. I'm a little bit old school. I love the water cooler television. Let I me... hate it, man. Do I you just really? give it to me all at once. They did that with... But, the... but you miss stuff, don't you? When you think... Like, don't you miss details and nuance? When no. you just... When you burn through... If you know me, like, I usually <laughs> have to have my wife explain to me what's going on most of the times. Especially if it's... Like that's, Game of Game of Thrones, honey, that's honey, fair. you're what? at you're at Cameron Mitchell, <laughs> and you want the meatloaf. No. I'll have the meatloaf. Okay, my Sorry. wife says I'll have the meatloaf. <laughs> I like to ruminate on episodes for a week. I like to think about them for a week. So I'm I think it's a really great format. Like, thank you for the first three episodes. I watched them the second night they were out, uh, and I'm I'm ready to watch it every Friday from now on. Um, basically, everybody's back. This isn't gonna be too huge of a review. The same theories and, and uh, overarching themes about American society are there. There's uh, military and hero worship. 
the producers of The Boys take a big shot at Scientology with their Aquaman character, which you is great. You didn't like that, did you? Oh, I love the Scientology. <laughs> love, you know, Aaron never it. takes a shot at the Scientologists. Uh, I, nobody's going li- to well, well, we have fans. Nobody who I'm worried about offending is going to listen to this. I once quit a dentist because I found out he was a Scientologist, <laughs> he and his wife. Just a dentist I'd gone to for 10 years. Left him in the dust. Slave ships. Okay, so they take the, the boys takes a lot of shots <laughs> at a lot of these cults. MAGA, Scientology, Hero Ooh. Worship, the military. There's a lot of 9-11 references, especially when it comes to selling merchandise. Um, you're going to get some answers from the end of last season, some answers you're not going to get. It's darker, it's bigger, it's more explosive, there's more gore. And more importantly, Homelander, the evil Superman from the first season, has a worthy nemesis who is also a soup, as they call it. Her name is Stormfront, and she's racist, and she's evil, and she's just as smart as Homelander. And uh, they're gonna—it's gonna be a big knock 'em out. How many episodes fight. is the first season? The first season is ten episodes. Why have I not watched this? Uh, it's the best. It's, this is the most anticipated show of 2020. I can't believe I you haven't you watched it. I think you said in 2019 this was like in your top three of favorite new yeah. shows, or not even new shows, favorite show. Like. Yeah, it was. It's incredible. It's so so good, and it's it's in comic book format. Before that, this is not new material. Uh, it is the most anticipated show of 2020. I think the return. Amazon has sunk a ton of money into production values. Really great direction. Great actors. It doesn't skip a beat. Um, the lead character for the group called The Boys is a guy named Billy Butcher. His character, I can't think of his name. Uh, his kind of apprentice is uh, Randy Quaid and um, Meg Ryan's son. He's a, he's, a, he's a Jack Quaid is his name. And he's really, really good. Uh, and it's like the good guys are becoming the bad guys. And some of the bad guys are becoming the good guys. And it just it shines a big freaking mirror upon our society and how sick it can be. And why we place our values in the wrong it's wonderful. It's got a lot to say. It's gory. It's gross. It's dark. It's funny. Watch the boys. Uh, I want to close our second segment with a review for High Score, the new documentary series on Netflix. Have you guys heard of this? I have. I haven't watched it. I'm really excited to. It's though. six episodes, one hour long, and it's basically just uh, a, a kind of a deep dive into the last 20, 30 years of video games. However, it's mm-hmm. broken up into six parts. Okay. I watched the, the show based on the parts that I wanted to see. So I think I watched the, the last episode first uh-huh. and made my Gosh. way all the way back to the... What? Why? I just, I don't know. Your poor wife. She's like, she didn't watch it with me. Oh, okay. Like, and, and I, I'm going to start with the end, I, honey. I started seeing the reviews for this show and don't they were always? strong and I had no idea it was coming. Uh-huh. Netflix has always needed, I mean, they've had other documentaries based on video games, the King of Quarters and stuff like that. King that of Quarters was out long before Netflix though. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it right, wasn't right. a Netflix but show. King of Quarters Correct. or King this, of Kong? King, King of, of Kong. Kong, but King then of, there's a there's oh, a I'm quarter. Sorry. Uh, yeah, there's King of. It's either King of Kong or I think King of Kong is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, which King is of Kong was out like in the show. 90s. Yeah. Um, but then, anyway, six part 2000s. episode, and it's it's talking go. about it's just a documentary on uh, on I don't know the last 30 years of video games. But I'm just gonna go through the episodes real quick. Let's do it. I'm the, excited to hear the about the first it. episode was basically about Atari. 
this is my second least favorite episode because it deals with, and this is a very much a generational thing, uh, deals with the rise of Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. I Pitfall, lo- baby. I like those games, but I didn't I didn't grow up. Like, that was not part of my generation. It even just, even that, that was a little even before me. Well, yeah. Atari it, was even a little bit before I was me. Like, all my buddies, you, I was like, you, all my... Because he was like, all those shows I used to watch in the 70s. I'm like, yeah, me (laughs) too, bro. All my buddies' older brothers had Ataris. Yeah. 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 So just a little bit before me. Yep. Uh, The next episode is based on the rise of Nintendo. Uh, It's a fun episode, but some of the interviews don't make sense. They spend a lot of time talking to a guy that was like part of the like 1-800 or 1-900 like Nintendo phone line for tips. Uh, A guy who worked on the Nintendo hotline. There's, There's some other... Uh, is there some deviant stuff that people talk to him about? On uh, no, they okay, just, good. that's that's the weird thing about this documentary, and that's the reason that I put that this on here is they talk to a lot of people that you want to hear from, like the developers of like big games, mm-hmm. and then some of the times I think they kind of run out of people to talk to, and then we're left listening to this guy that works sure. at see, but that, it's th- a cool summer job I, I think that maybe that's just your perspective because I would like to hear like I don't care necessarily as much about the developers because that's not because I'm not a mega video game fan I would be interested to hear about when you can't figure out what to do at skate or die ever oh, yeah. yeah goofy foot yeah but that's, Skater Die is a terrible game right well <laughs> anyway yeah. so like I would yeah if I was ever allowed to use the phone the, the, the Nintendo episode is a good episode, but it, it is the very first introduction of, I'm not really sure why we're hearing from this guy. The sure. third episode is based on the rise of role-playing games. This is easily the Ooh, worst of... Role-playing games. Easily the worst of the six episodes. And I wish I could watch it with Dinger Dog because he'd be like, ooh, grab the potion. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> press square to it, throw blue orb. It spends way too much time on this one guy that is a dungeon master... And yes, I yes, bet he is in a role-playing game. Yes, role-playing games, in especially early role-playing games, owe so much to Dungeons and Dragons. But it's just they don't pick. They just they spend way too much time on like the early inception of like the old text-based RPG games instead of. I think they spend like two seconds on Final Fantasy VII or like the Final Fantasy, which was a Japanese RPG game that made the genre huge in the states so um that one was my least favorite now we're starting to get into like the really good episodes the fourth episode is all about the rise of the sega genesis they have uh that was the last machine i got i love the sega genesis yeah i got a sega genesis i think back in like 1992 and i had already had one before well my brother had it he sold it and then I, I think I got it for Christmas with Sonic. But it, they interview the head of Sega America in the 1990s. Uh-huh. And he literally goes over the blackboard that he had when he was trying to get the job to work for Sega. Mm-hmm. And he was like, these are the six steps that we're going to take to to go against Mario. Uh-huh. Like, we're going to make it we're going to make it cheaper. We're going to make it um we're gonna we're gonna make a mascot that's more just durable. This. Sega never broke down compared to Nintendo. I don't. That wasn't part of it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna make it more appealing to teen to teenagers and yeah. older kids because right. like Sega was or Nintendo was always viewed as a toy for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it's a just a fantastic episode. And I love hearing from this guy. I can't remember what his name is. And they also uh, talked to one of um, 
the guy that won the Sega of America championship back in 1992. And it was, it was like Rock the Rock on MTV. You probably remember it because you were probably like 19 at the time. I was 60. No, <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, I remember that Rock the Rock. Like 92, I was 17. But excellent episode. Uh, mm-hmm. The next episode is uh, basically Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. So it's the rise of fighting games, and it interviews the creator of, uh, of Street Fighter 2, or like one of the creators of Street Fighter 2, uh-huh. and then one of the creators of Mortal Kombat. And it also gets into the ve- development and controversy of Night Trap. Dinger Dog, are you a fan of Night Trap at all? I don't know what that is. It's a is. Sega CD yeah. game. It was, uh, it was originally developed for this other platform that fell through, and then when Sega CD became a thing, they took it on. It's a... It, it, and it is such a harmless game, but there's a couple of scenes in this game that can be taken out of context mm-hmm. that make it look. And it was this game and Mortal Kombat led to the ESRB. So, like, for video games being rated. And oh, so wow. they go through, like, that whole thing where this is uh-huh. being talked about by Joseph Lieberman and how, like, these are all these old men in Congress or Senate or wherever they're at that have, that have never played the game. Right. And, and they're taking all of these pictures out Bob of context. Bob Dole says. What? <laughs> Bob Dole oh, says. Yeah. And then the last episode is my absolute favorite episode, and this is one you should actually watch, Dinger Dog. Uh, Fortnite. It, it details the rise of 3D gaming. So they interview John Romero, the guy that created Doom. Okay. Uh, him and John Carmack and just like the development of it and like how exciting it was. Uh, they they talked to Shigeru Miyamoto and, and what his thoughts were when he was developing Star Fox. Do you realize that he, Shigeru Miyamoto found, uh, they found two guys that were in Europe that were able to hack a Game Boy and make a 3D game. So he brought these two guys from Europe to Japan to develop Shigeru Miyamoto's vision of what he wanted Star Fox to be and going you know you know on Star Fox where you go through those the the pipes you go through all the things like that was his idea of how do you keep the player flying in the directions that that the developers want you to stay in I even I even get that I even understand that and and I guess like he was walking through like a park in Japan when there's just tons and tons and tons and tons of these walkways that you walk through. And that's how we had the idea. And everybody loves hearing from Shigeru Miyamoto. I, it was, it's fascinating to hear from um, John Romero because I'm such a humongous Doom fan. I mean, we got a, I got a big poster of Doom up here in the Yap recording room. Uh, Four of the six episodes are really, really good. I, you know, and this is a, a personal preference thing. Like, four of the, the six episodes really, really good. I wasn't in love with the RPG version. Um, but what I'm really excited about is if they make a second season. Sure. Uh, because there's just there's so many They should many put us on that. There's so many different <laughs> genres, so many different, like, developers yeah. of, of video games. I would love to see I'll talk about Skater Die. Um, <laughs> I, I give the show an eight. Uh, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will be right back. I just imagine that's like. Guys, I don't know about you, but when it comes to this pandemic and when it comes to us having a new kid and a couple of dogs, mm-hmm. me and my wife's date night is actually taking a walk. Like, because. There's nothing else to do. There's no TV shows on. There's no movies coming out. We're stuck inside all day. We put the kid in the stroller. We maybe make a couple of cocktails. We bring some water for the they dog. They call those things tumblers for a reason. Those, those, yeah. 
we bring some waters for the dog and right. we and we just walk you know and some of the times we have a lot of fun and it's we've gone i don't know two hours or so walking around and the bad part about this is is you eventually run out of something to drink and what's the point of exercise I mean, Dinger Dog, I'm asking you, what's the point of exercising if you can't have a nice cocktail while you're doing it? <coughs> the good people, the good people at Moral Applications have created Booze Box. This is just like Red Box is. It's it's a, a you know a location that you can put them anywhere you want to, and you just show up. It, but it's for alcohol. It, Dinger Dog, you just show up. You put your credit card in. You can choose. A I mixer. can get anything. You can get anything. Well, anything. Well, there's probably even not an anything app, your heart desires. Yeah. yeah, but it'll show you. You know what the location is. The mixers that you can put in. The types of alcohol that you can put in. It takes Ooh. a credit card. It's nine ninety nine. Like it would just can, give me a beer if I wanted a beer. Do you really want a beer? I'm just saying. Did 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 the moral implications invent a vending machine? Well, I think they have a moral implications cup that it comes well, in, I mean, so oh, nobody okay. can tell what you're looking at. I mean, at. a Redbox is essentially a, a vending machine, but nobody calls it a vending machine for DVDs. I do. Dinger Dog. <laughs> yeah. This is a fantastic idea. Do you? Yeah. How I, am I not getting... I know. This is great. This is great. There's only one thing, well, like, and problem. I'm reminded of a small... Of a store. There, you know... I didn't grow up on the side of town like you guys did where the country club was. So whenever I went over where the country <laughs> club was. Right. <laughs> uh, I grew up across the, store from a, across the street from a ta- tractor salesman. We, uh, we would sneak onto the country club golf course. And on hole 13, there was a vending machine that had beers. Ooh. And we would get one of these beers. And it was a great time. It's a great thing to do when you're nine. Um, <laughs> don't do that, kids. When you're nine? <laughs> Me and uh, Mr. I won't say his name, but he's a good friend of mine. And I hope That's he's doing well. Awesome. Uh, so my question is, what, what, what? I mean, Moral Implications is a moral company. What do we have put in place to make sure that the kiddos don't? You, you know, just got to put an idea in. That's oh, it. Yeah. Easy oh, okay. peasy. It's on the app. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine yeah. No kid would ever figure out how to get an ID. That's great. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Nobody yeah. ever yelled at you when you had a fake ID in college. No, I mean it's no, it's fine. It's fine. Jose, <laughs> Dingor. The thing I like about it is on the app you can put like three parts bloody, one part Mary, or right? One part Mary. You know, you can switch like, it all you, you around. You can customize it. Like yeah. you just yeah. you guys are asking too many questions. I'm not, you I'm go out with like your wife it. and your dog and your baby. You run out of alcohol. You find a booze box. You put your credit card in. You get a nice cold alcoholic drink, and the world keeps on right. spinning. But you didn't pass any convenience stores on the way no. oh, okay i don't we don't live in clintonville they don't just have <laughs> they don't just have convenience stores uh, uh, two blocks away from our house right, sorry right. dinger dog all right so this we is don't live on campus this is strictly right for, on abbott and high that's my favorite this uh, is strictly for the it's country awesome. clubbers yeah yeah all right, okay. exactly so download the app find out where your nearest booze box is put in a credit card you're good to go sounds right great out. Hello and welcome back to the third and final segment of the Afternoon Yap. Uh, I want to close the episode with a review of the recently released Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, This game got announced maybe a year ago. It just came out last Tuesday. It was 40 bucks. And uh, were you guys fans of the original Tony Hawk games that came out in 1999 and 2000, respectively? Right after undergrad, it's like one of the last games I ever played. My buddies had a PlayStation, and we got the demo on our Pizza Hut Pizza Delivered. I just remember the the summer right before I went into my senior year, 
the demo for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 came out, and all it was was Marcel France. And right. I played that the entire summer. Like, these were hugely influential video games. Well, culturally, absolutely. Because then, I mean... We the soundtrack were all, was great. Yeah, when we were already skateboarding everywhere. You were, you were rollerblading, but that's different. It, just, it was super <laughs> simplistic, like, arcade fun with it with an awesome like punk soundtrack hip-hop soundtrack but these games were huge and and they were huge on the impact of skateboarding back then too because like skateboarding was still as big as it was was still kind of underground and it was the tony hawk games that really brought it into the mainstream and especially made x games popular yeah oh tony hawk is the Tiger Tony Hawk is the skateboarding. This Tiger Woods is the golf. Like you just sure, just made it all accessible. Yeah, this collection, this collection <laughs> the is there. the first two. Um, however, it's not. They keep on saying it's a remaster, but it feels more like a complete remake of these first two games. Uh, they did add a bunch of new stuff. There are new skaters. Uh, there's a bunch of new tricks, and uh, they even added online leaderboards. So take all the first le- or all take all of the levels of the first two games and compete online to see like who can get the highest scores. What's the best level? I'm sure I not do this part. Marcel France. I, Marcel France. I don't know if it was because of that summer, but do you remember when we were in college? You just go around and around we, and around. Me and Dinger Dog would always try to see who could do the longest, like, because when they the introduced longest grind, when they introduced longest continuous trick, the longest no. continuous trick, because okay. with Tony Hawk pro skater two, they, <clears throat> They could manual. You could manual. Yeah. So you could chain your tricks. Right, right, right. And you could just keep on going around and around and around. I I mean, I feel like I'm a little bit biased talking about this game because I still regularly play uh, the second one on my Mm -hmm. Dreamcast. But (laughs) presentation, like I said, this is more of a remake than a remaster. Uh, The levels look fantastic. It's so interesting to play this game because they've just added so much in terms of... uh, uh, everything is full of details, including the character models, the levels. All these levels that you remember that were kind of bare bones now are full of graffiti. They're full of like excellent shadows, excellent. They're just they're so full of detail with all kinds of things that they couldn't do back then. I, I I'm sorry to interrupt. I saw it interesting. Like it was like a YouTube commercial for this game where really? it was like it was actually Tony Hawk and he's like, hey, you remember this? And he's in the warehouse. And like, no, it, it was like cool. I saw that. I saw that's that. Cool. And it is ex- it it's looks the exact exactly warehouse. like the I was warehouse. like, he's like, hey, you guys remember this? And I was like, I know that. Yeah. And you're the crucified Jesus 360 thing over the ramp, and yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the, the exciting thing about yeah. this collection is. I played the first one at my friend's house, so I don't really remember it as much as I remember. Like, I had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I played it to absolute death, so it's actually kind of refreshing going back and playing this collection because I'm not super familiar. Are you super familiar with the first one? Well, I had the first one on 64. That's right. So I'm I'm pretty familiar with both of them. I think the high school is the best level. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and it was awesome, too, because they have High School 2 in the second one. So it felt fun to go back and play High School 1, which I just I flat out don't remember. Right. Uh, it's got the soundtrack of the first two games. Uh, some of the songs. Lots they of Primus. Some of the songs. Yeah, there is some Primus in there. Some of the songs they couldn't get the rights to, but they actually they filled it out with. Why men- not? What were those bands up to? I don't know. 
But it, they also added like a bunch of like newer bands to it as well. Okay. But it's got it's got the hits. It's got Melancholin, Sublime, The Vandals, Lagwagon, Rage Against the Machine. I have literally for the last two weeks been listening to the song No Cigar by Melancholin, and I didn't love that song when it was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, and now hearing it again, like that's that's <laughs> kind of the magic of this game is like. It introduced, like, I was big into punk at that time anyway, and so were you. But for a lot of people, punk. this game was so popular that it not only was it bringing in, like, a underground sport, but it was also introducing to the masses basically underground, like, punk and hip-hop. Yeah, well, and it, the idea is, like, I remember going to college, and this, in my, my, you know, when you guys screwed me and stuck me with the two... Like, I could have been roommates with my friends, Chunk and another guy, but no, they put me with these two other guys from from BFE, Ohio, and that, they're like... That happened. <laughs> I got real Awkward. drunk on the podcast once and apologized to it. <laughs> I think it's like episode six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Go back. I, I, and I, I that up. wheels yeah. off, and I'm like... And Anger Dog, I just got to tell so you. Sorry. sorry. Anyway, they had it. The point is, they had this... And they and like and like I we were skateboarding a little bit like we were a little bit in line with that culture. You skateboarded, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm saying you I, were totally in line with that culture, right? But but not even. But these these were like you, know, like you had a board. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't like L.A. Like I wasn't go. I guess we went to Love Park. That doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You had a skateboard. You had skateboard friends. You listened to skateboard. You were very much right. A part I guess of that I'm culture. saying I I was I was aware of this culture before the game. God, these so people. Cool. No, that's I'm not. I'm trying to not say it was so cool. These people were like, you know, corn farmers or whatever, and they were like, "This is like, this is sweet. I'm gonna do a, you know, front side flip." But I'm like, "That's a backside flip." Where was this story going? I I, I don't know. I, I was saying it was. It brought. It was. I was echoing what you said that it it brought this to the masses. It brought skateboarding okay, and that mm-hmm. culture mm-hmm. to the masses. Mm-hmm. The gameplay. Yes, I can safely tell you that this controls exactly how I remember it. Uh, I mean, it's like jumping onto an old bike. Like, I, I had no issues. The demo uh, came out if you pre-ordered the game, and it gave me the warehouse, which is a very, very small level from the first game. And I immediately knew that I was really, really going to like this game uh-huh. because it just it, – it feels it, – it plays great. It feels really, really good. It's very intuitive, and it's exactly the way that I remember it. Even though that this game controls a little bit more like Tony Hawk 3 and Tony Hawk 4 because – there's you know wall kicks and there's they added a bunch of uh, like some of the later tricks into the game, but it still feels just like I remember it. It's it's still kind of that like old school gameplay. So you can you can at, right off the bat you can play any stage that you want to, and I didn't know that because there's mm-hmm. three modes. There's Tony Hawk Pro Skater one, two, and then there's the online leaderboards. If you go to the online leaderboards, you can play whatever stage you want to. They're all unlocked, but if you go back and play one and two, it's the same rules. Like you start off with the warehouse and you have to like get so many objectives to unlock school and then right. so many objectives to lock the next one. And as you're going through it, you you'll have one player. There's I think there's like twenty one skaters in the game. It's a collection mm-hmm. of like new skaters as well as some of the old skaters. And it's awesome too because they're using Rodney Mullen. They're using updated models too. It's not like the old models, like this is like Tony Hawk is Tony Hawk at fifty whatever, not Tony Hawk. Oh, he's like fifty year old Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Can you still do the dark slide? Yes. Oh, that's, yes, that's important. And to me. what's cool about it is if you're playing Tony Hawk one or two, 
it doesn't matter because the the skill points go over. So if you get a bunch of skill points in Tony Hawk 1, that same player will go over to Tony Hawk 2 and you can respec at any time. So you can change around like how your character plays based on how you play. But you unlock the stages by completing challenges before the time runs out. It's it's old school gameplay and it's it's kind of refreshing because I forgot how addicting that kind of gameplay is. You know, you're so used to like here's you just go out in this open world and take your time it's these levels aren't all that big so it's mostly a memorization game it's mostly a learning game and i found it incredibly addicting because i was like oh man i've got to get i've got to get through every one of these challenges not just so i can like unlock the next level just because like i've got to check that box in my brain that says i that i hit every one of those milestones there's tons of content like they brought back creative park from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and this is user driven so unlike the originals now you're not just playing your park or like a park that your buddy came over and built you're playing anybody can upload their own park and they're making some really cool stuff they're making actual parks that were in other Tony Hawk Pro Skater games they're making actual parks that were that um, are out in the real world and then they're just making crazy nonsense like Like the Taj Mahal that are yeah there's a pirate ship that, that I saw there's um, there's rails that go up you know two or three hundred feet it's just super interesting and if people really like this game I hope that the community keeps on making these levels because it's kind of like uh, like Super Mario Maker like it gives you a reason to come back to the game there's a creative skater and then there's shit there's like 700 challenges I think you can do so out of the 21 players, then there's also a bunch of challenges that you have to beat. Like one of the challenges is, you know, score 10 million points or something like that. So if you're a completionist, there's just a ton of content in this game. Uh, Dinger Dog, we were talking about stages. We were talking about what some of our favorite stages is. I only put this in here because you forget about how good some of these levels are. Do you remember... Do you remember like the downhill levels? Do you remember downhill jam from Tony Hawk Pro Skater One? Like, the, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater One does a lot of levels that aren't like contained. Like you go down a hill and then it reverses and you have to do it again. Right. There's the hangar from Tony Hawk's uh, Two. There's the mall, which I had never played. Which I mean, I did play, but it, it's an excellent level. It's an old abandoned mall that just looks absolutely fantastic. Marcel France, which was the first night that I got the game, I. I went straight to Marcel France and played that online leaderboard for like two hours. And I was texting you guys and I was like, man, I might be super addicted to this because sure. I want to be number one. Now, I, don't, I never cracked <laughs> yeah. the 100 because there's actual pros out there. But, I mean, that's how, that's how me and Dinger used to play this game when we were in college. We were like, mm-hmm. who can get the highest score on like one of the most fun levels? There's Philadelphia from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Love Park, man. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, went so, there, skated that park, real life, bro. <laughs> is that when uh, my band played there? Or yes, is that a different your time? punk band played there. <laughs> school, school two, Venice warehouse, and then there's even the secret levels, which is Roswell, New Mexico, and State right. Heaven. I have played through a lot of the game. I have not unlocked the two levels, which is Roswell and Skate Heaven, but I, I plan on doing that. Um, here are my final thoughts. The game is a huge blast of nostalgia. I mean, everything about it. Like, the, the levels that you remember, they didn't change anything. Like, everything feels exactly the way that you remember it, except it just looks a million times better. 
all of the all of the original bands were back and it's the combination of like the fun addicting gameplay like the levels that you remember the the great music and it's this huge blast of nostalgia and it's it's so good fun addicting gameplay the the game's only 40 bucks and for that amount of content you know i i would easily play 60 bucks for this game um especially with that amount of content i give the game a 10 like whoa. i, I whoa I, I i think that's absolutely fantastic he likes the blast awesome. of nostalgia yeah. mm-hmm. so uh boys yeah what what do we do now what do we do now Should we have another topo chico what's a topo chico my 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 flavored mineral water, my carbonated mineral water. I'm hoping that we can come back in three weeks. Um, I sure. I want to review the new uh, Mario 3D All Star game. Um, if you hey, can I ask something? Go ahead. Was that real when they said there was like a competitive like Tetris 99 style Mario? Yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, no, for the 35 anniversary, I think it's going to be free. You don't have a Switch though. Maybe I'll get one. You're gonna get one. I know. No, it, it, it's like yeah i think it's right. like it starts off with 35 players and then whoever is like has the best score they'll keep on dropping players out and it's basically uh right uh, battle royale for super mario brothers or that something sounds like awesome that. you can follow us on instagram at, at afternoon yap uh follow us on twitter at, at afternoon underscore yap please Follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, however you listen to your We're music. We're in negotiations with Spotify right now. We sure Spotify, are. Spotify, leave us a review on iTunes. Boys. Yes. Boys. Fantastic to see you. Are we going to be back this fall? I, I well, We should do one more before the COVID takes it over. Right? Yeah, as long as we live. Okay. Yeah. So how do we end with that? Uh, is that, is that yeah. a strong ending? Wait, say that again. As long as we're alive, we we'll will be, be we'll doing this. We'll keep on doing the afternoon. I, yeah. re- you don't, I don't recall it, but I, I think one you night know, you got... This is the most time inside with like people I'm not related to. Oh, you're going to be sick. Since March. Oh, good. Oh, you're yeah. going to regret this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, this stupid show right. killed me. Uh, <laughs> the last, last words, tell Chunk I quit. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. then I'll say, you can't quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too deep? Cool. Too dark? All right, boys. <laughs> Later. Yeah. See ya. Love ya. Love ya. <laughs>